You know the vibes. Welcome back to another episode of the Hoop Genius Podcast, brought to you by NBA 2K23. Myself, Mamunsi, alongside me as always, the one and only, Mr. BJ Armstrong. Real name, no gimmicks, no gimmicks. Um, and we had another night of playoff action. Two teams kept their seasons alive. The New York Knicks and Golden State Warriors both picked up wins. We're here to break it down for you guys right now. Let's start in the East. Madison Square Garden, the New York Knicks 112 to 103. BJ, Tom Thibodeau is back to being Tom Thibodeau. Jalen Brunson and Quinton Grimes both played the full 48 minutes of this game. <laughs> it's bad. not a Tom Thibodeau team if, if the players aren't playing 48 minutes. Jalen Brunson, 38 points to carry the New York Knicks. Quinton Grimes only scored eight points, but his defense on Jimmy Butler was exceptional, or as good as it can be. He managed to help limit Jimmy Butler to just 19 points in 42, 43 minutes of action across the board for the Heat. Bam had 18, Max Drews had 14. Duncan Robinson came off the bench for 17 points, but a lot of that was late in the fourth quarter. Um, Caleb Martin had 11, but the New York Knicks came away with the win in this one. A very ugly game to watch. I'm going to say that. I guess these East Coast battles between these two have been quite ugly. Um, you know, not the not the most pretty basketball, should we say, aesthetic basketball. But what were your takeaways from this one? The Knicks played desperate. The Knicks played Jalen Brunson, Quentin Grimes, 48 minutes. And they came up with the win. Now, I, I, I don't know what it was all about. It, it wasn't pretty. Uh, oh. There was some hack of Mitchell Robinson's going on out Bruh, there. The, the, the way the Garden <laughs> cheered when Mitchell Robinson knocked down two free throws, you would have think they just won the NBA championship. It was crazy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, it was... It, it, I mean, it was... Listen. I, I mean, listen. I, I don't... I When you're... When you... You know, desperate times, right? You... you you, it takes desperate measurements, right? So, yeah. So here they are. They 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 played their hearts out. They laid it out in the line. They made shots when they had to. It was almost an epic comeback by the Miami Heat. <laughs> I mean, mm -hmm. they cut it to like I don't know three, four. I don't know one. I mean, it was a close game. Yeah. And down then, the stretch, down the stretch. But give the Knicks credit; they hung on after a very disappointing loss in what game four. Yep. And here we are. So we're going back to Miami and uh, we'll see. And now they have to take their show on the road. I mean, they're going to have to win one. They're going to have to win out to advance. So, yeah, you know, let's see what happens. Well, both teams hit the same amount of threes. Both teams uh, hit 13 threes. Um, the Miami Heat, in fact, scored more baskets in total. They scored 37 field goals in comparison to the Knicks 35. But the Knicks stepped up and made 29 free throws in comparison to just 16 from the Miami Heat. Um, you know, they finally showed some aggression that we've been waiting to see all series long in this one. Uh, they dominated on the glass, 50 rebounds in this game, with 14 of them coming on the offensive glass, five of them through Mitchell Robinson himself. So we're starting to see that physicality we saw in that Cavs series. I don't know if it's too little too late because I don't know if it's sustainable for Brunson and Grimes to play 48 minutes in another game and do what they did. I think Julius Randle didn't get off to a very good start, but you know, at some point in the second half, he was doing a good job creating offense when Jalen Brunson was getting a rest on the court. You know, you saw, you saw them put him in the corner to try and get a little breather while he was still out there. Um, RJ Barrett, 26 points as well. He kind of stepped up to the plate. Credit to him. Um, it was very worrying at the start, though, because the Knicks went down. I think they lost the first quarter 24 to 14. 
And after that, you're thinking, well, this, this, this might just be, uh, this might just be, um, a little, a little tougher than we think. I don't think it was 24 to 14, but it's just the way they were playing to start mm -hmm, the game mm -hmm. just wasn't ideal. Miami Heat, um, from three, 13 to 43, 30%. And a lot of that was helped by Duncan Robertson in the fourth quarter. Um, I think it's the same thing we say about the Celtics. Like if they're not hitting threes, they're not going to win. But it's worth noting that the Miami Heat have been hitting threes at an astronomical rate um, through the playoffs. So at some point, they're going to return back to their average. Do you know what I mean? Um, mm -hmm. How are you looking at this one going to Miami for uh, game number six? Well, well uh, you know, I'm going to tell you something. Um, you know, at the start of the series, I picked the Knicks to advance. I, I thought the depth of the Knicks would be the determining factor of the game. However, in the first five games, it's been the Miami Heat who've played with more pace. It's been the Miami Heat who've played with more energy. And tonight, they did win. The Knicks did win. But then I'm like, he played Jalen Brunson. These guys 48 minutes like, so on, a, on a bad depth, ankle so depth is clearly not the advantage that they see but they won so i can't say anything however bo you know I, I i've said it i'm just going to stick with it if you're going to advance late in the rounds you're going to need depth you're going to need your players to you know your team to play and and and, and contribute and and get people to you know, play and, and step up big in, in, in critical minutes. Now, if you're telling me Jalen Brunson is going to play 48 game, you know, five, 48 game six, 48 game seven. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, Bo. Okay. If that's what it's going to take. But, Bo, I, I haven't seen that before. So I'm just going to watch here patiently and see how – this will play itself out because, Mo, you know what coaches do when they go on the road. They shorten their bench. Yeah. So <laughs> well, I mean, his, his bench was already shortened at home. So yeah. we'll see. I don't I don't know what to think, Mo. I mean, Mo, honestly, okay, I just got to say it. Mo, I don't understand half of the things I see anymore. And, <laughs> and I, I watch these things and I just shake my head now. So... Yeah, you know what? You probably would know better than I would. I I, I, uh, I see these things and I go, what? What is going on here? Like, I don't get it. I don't understand it. I don't. So it is what it is. Um, it was a good win. It was a desperation win. You know, yes. keep your series alive. It was a desperation win. Credit to the Knicks, though. You know, shout out to Jalen Brunson. I said, in my lifetime, signing Jalen Brunson might be the best move I've seen the Knicks make. Well, I will say this. It was certainly, I had no expectations with it. I didn't know what to expect. You know what I mean? It wasn't like I was saying, oh, wow, at the beginning of this, this is going to be what it turned out to be. Yeah. So that's why it's so good, because I don't think anyone expected it to be yeah. what it's like, turned out I thought out he'd be. be good. I didn't realize he'd be yeah, this, this good this coming good. and dropping 38 in a playoff So that's what good. I'm saying. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if you got, like, I don't know, you know, a player X and you go, okay, oh, wow, great, 
pick up for the next. Now you're expecting this. No one expected this. So that's why we're all like, oh, yeah. Oh, this is like, well, there was no expectations. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You're like, oh, like it's like found money. Oh, I didn't expect thousand dollars when in this wallet that I just found whatever you know what I mean it's like found money I wish I could relate <laughs> I mean well you would return the money you and I would return the money however I think you get the, get the yeah money. yeah I mean it's gonna be interesting going forwards but we saw the uh, Warriors play with desperation too at home as they won game number five against the Los Angeles Lakers for the Warriors, they got contributions across the board. They had six players scoring in double figures. I think for the first time this series, Steph led them with 27, and uh, he had eight assists. Wiggins had 25. Draymond Green, the most aggressively I've seen him on offense, had 20 points. Clay, still another bad shooting night for him with 10 points, but at some point, you imagine they're going to start falling. Gary Payton gave him 13, and Jordan Poole, one from six from three, but he still finished with 11 points. There were a couple buckets there um, where he gave some gave some contributions. Up for the Lakers, um, Anthony Davis had 23, nine boards. Uh, LeBron James, 25, nine and three. And then that was really it for the Lakers. Austin Reeves and D'Lo had 15 apiece. Schroeder had 14. But not a lot of contributions from the Los Angeles Lakers on that one. What were your takeaways from that? Well, the, the energy of the of the Warriors at the beginning, um, they really they brought the energy in the effort tonight, right from the get-go. I mean, in particular, Draymond. Draymond clearly was going to bring a level of physicality to the game and was willing to do what was ever necessary. I mean, he was arguing with officials 30 seconds into the game. Yep. He established right from the get-go, Anthony Davis, the friendship stuff is over with. (laughs) I mean, I mean, Mm -hmm. I mean, clearly they were going to – they were going to bring a level of physical play that you hadn't seen thus far in the series. Now, I don't know if the Lakers did expect it, but it wasn't matched at any. So for 48 minutes, and you hear me say this all the time, Mo, and I'll say it again, the most aggressive team more times than not wins the game. Yep. And the officials will adjust to the play. So the Warriors, they were attacking the basket. Draymond came out. I mean, Draymond's now had a couple of 20-point games here in both series, right? (laughs) Um, And he clearly understands what you and I have said. You can't play on the court in this series and not be a scoring threat. I mean, it's, 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 it's clear. Like, whoa, it's like, okay. Like, and here's the thing. The Lakers are inviting Draymond to score. Like, if you watch the game, like, they're letting him drive because they know he's going to pass it. But Mm -hmm. when he scores, it's kind of like there's no one there to block a shot. They don't even jump at the shot. They just say, okay, score, Draymond. Mm -hmm. So now if he plays like this aggressively or the offensive end and gets just double figures, I don't think he has to get 20. I mean, it's nice if he gets 20, if he, you know, if, if it's available. Now, Ed, Anthony Davis has to make a decision. That's the key. You can't play against Anthony Davis and not be a threat. Yeah. Draymond, I think he made a three tonight, if I remember correctly. I think he, he, he made, made one. He made one of two. Yeah, yeah, he made one. He made one of two. So, I, I mean, you got to do it. Like, if they're going to win, 
they need him, Kavan, or someone to play. Gary Payton simply amazes me because he's an undersized player who plays like he's 6'8 or, or yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, he's one of the more amazing players to watch because you, you forget that he's only about what 6'3, 6'4 or something. Yeah, yeah. If that, but he he plays. Wiggins comes up big, seeming like he's just he's settled in. Steph you got to remember, like Wiggins didn't play the whole season, so that's he, what I'm saying. We only be getting stronger as the playoffs progress. And I, 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 you know, now the one thing I did notice about Steph tonight, everyone else was super aggressive at the beginning of the game except him. So I think what he has learned over the first four games is he can't be Steph Curry for 48 minutes. Tonight, he took on the role to me as a closer. Like, he was like, okay, I need you guys to carry the game. I'll finish the game. Yeah. Like what Embiid does. You know what I mean? Getting hard in the Mexico yeah. and early. Yes. Like, he's like saying, I need somebody else to get going. Now, the first couple of plays were for Clay Thompson, and he just missed them. Yeah. So, clearly, I think they're going to target. Okay, let's see what Clay's got. Okay, he didn't have it tonight. Okay, let's see what this guy, Wiggins. Okay, well, he was okay. Oh, Draymond, you can score 10 points. Let's ride that. And then and then Steph is going to finish it. Because they know they can get to a matchup where Anthony Davis has to switch on him. Yeah, so they had Anthony Davis guarding Andrew Wiggins a lot. And I think what yes. the Warriors did was, you know, pre-screening in terms of Draymond screening for Wiggins to get Anthony Davis switched onto him. And then Draymond going up and setting a screen for Steph rather than yes. um, Draymond setting a screen for Steph with his man guarding him and Anthony Davis still being at the basket. The Warriors did a great job of getting Anthony Davis away from the hoop tonight so that he was unable to block their shots. He finished the game with no blocks, I think, for the first time in this series. So yeah. it was a good adjustment um, from the Warriors. Uh, it's yeah, going to be interesting it, it to see how the, the Lakers counteract, whether they pre-switch and just make Anthony Davis stay home on the weak side like the Celtics used to do with Rob Williams when they had a good defense last season. Um, but game six. Now, it was one thing that kind yeah. of stood out to me. Here's here's something that stood out to me. I didn't like the, the energy of LeBron tonight. Yeah. I mean. Like it, he just seemed, he didn't seem to have that, you know, that pep that he normally runs with and plays with and, you know. Yeah. He, he like, didn't have it. He, he didn't have it. I, I don't know. I, I watched the Lakers tonight and I was like, they knew that they're going to go home and play game six. Was it worth expending all that extra energy to maybe not win this one? Or are you going to just coast this one and then go close our home? That's, I don't know if that's just me, but that's the way I watched the Lakers in this game. Well, I'm going to say this more. This is game six before the Lakers is game seven. Mm. Okay. This is game for this is game six. I'm just telling you right now. <laughs> this is game six, but for the Lakers, this is game seven. Mm -hmm. Okay. For the Lakers, this is game seven. Because let me tell you this, Mo. I'm, I'm just going to say it. I just think there's no way. But maybe this is just me wishful thinking. I think there's no way <laughs> that if you get a game seven, in the chase, is that what it's called? The chase, chase Center, Center, yeah, San Francisco. 
I, I don't I don't see that happening. Bro. I just don't see it happening. I think the Lakers look the Lakers. This is game seven. Yeah. Now, that's why I thought it was important to play here to make sure that there's no confidence going to game six like that. Mo, if you're going to lose, lose where the team is like, damn. Man, this is going to be tough. Like we got to fight, scratch yeah. and claw. And then you lose a close one. Like 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 what Miami did. Like Miami played just well enough to say that the Knicks got to like think about it. Like yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what I mean, Mo? Yeah, like you know when, when we saying, go Mo? back home, you guys are in trouble. Yeah. Like you want to like, you want to get rid of any hope and any confidence. But Mo, like the Warriors are like man, we could do this. Yeah, I'm telling you, we could do this. Let's just come back here, and I'm telling you, we'll gig seven. You know what I'm saying? And and Mo, you can't give. I always say, I always, I said it as when I played. I said it when I was an executive, and I'm saying it now. You can't allow a great player to be great because if you allow him or her to be great, they will be great. Yep. And I'm telling you. You can't keep playing with Steph Curry and these guys. Take them out. Like when you got these, when you got them on the ropes, take them out. Mm-hmm. Forget all of this. Where are we playing? How are we play? They are the champions for a reason. Mo, this is what they do. Mm-hmm. Bo, they they're down three one. They're like, yeah, we're still confident. We feel feel we can, if we can just get one tonight, we can get one there. And Mo, they're too confident. Like they don't. They're not phased. Like they're they were down two like, one in the finals. They're not phased. The phased. You know what I'm saying? They are. They've been the best team over the last decade. They've not lost in the Western Conference playoffs since 2014. That's this almost what ten I'm years. Saying. So, so Bo, like, 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 I heard what you said, Bo, and and I and and I respect what you said versus anyone else but the Warriors. These are yeah. the Golden State Warriors, Bo. They're not phased. Yeah. They're not going to get rattled. They're not going to panic. They're they're just like okay, Bo. Think about this: what other coach can change his lineups to multiple lineups in the playoffs, and no one questions his his game plan? Like Bo, if you make a a, line, a lineup change right now, if you're another team, you'd be like, oh, yeah, like he's lost confidence. Like if if tomorrow tonight Joe Mazzula starts Sam Hauser, yeah, you would be like, that's big news. That would be huge news, and. Slightly, it might be good, but that's a whole different conversation. But yeah, I mean, they've got the experience. They've got the confidence back now. Anthony Davis got hit in the head a little bit by Kavon Looney. They're saying that he might have a concussion, but it doesn't look like it. Left the game in a wheelchair. Um, He's gone for further evaluation. So he may be a question mark to play in the next game, which would be devastating for the Lakers because he's been basically the primary reason why they've been winning no, so much. Mo, if he doesn't play, it's I mean it's over. It's game if seven. He's not Anthony Davis. And if he if he doesn't dominate, they have no chance. Yeah. He can't just play he can't just play well. Now I'm gonna say this. Now, I don't know how this is going to play out, but I do know this. Draymond Green is going to play him very physical and he's going to lay it out. And I'm going to tell you this, well, when you go into a game 6 and a game 7, mm-hmm. the referees are not going to determine that game. I don't think there's a referee that wants to say the Warriors lost because yep. <laughs> so, all I'm saying is this. 
If you're saying they're going to let the teams play physical, mm-hmm. it favors the Warriors. Yep. Okay. It's going to favor the Warriors. So Anthony Davis is the best talent. But now who's going to be the most aggressive on the floor? And if he meets the aggression, they are advancing. If they if he doesn't meet the aggression and he thinks he can just go out there and shoot fadeaways, not in game six mm-hmm. and not in game seven, because Draymond is going to be the most physical dominant player. Draymond is going to win the 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 the, the war in the paint. He's going to win the game in the paint. Now, I'm going to tell you that. Now, Anthony Davis, if he's going to win the game, he's got to figure out how to do it in a way where he's not going head-to-head with Draymond. That's just what it is. Yeah. One interesting... It should be fun for us to watch. We were just talking about lineup adjustments. Jared Vanderbilt only played 10 minutes in this one. Do you see that changing moving forwards? Do you see him maybe coming well, out of the starting it's, lineup? It's, and... it's clear. It's, well, it's clear what they're doing. It's a cat-and-mouse game. The Warriors are doing to Vanderbilt what the Lakers are doing to Draymond Looney and Draymond. Yeah. Okay. Tonight, Draymond took it upon himself to impact the game. Vanderbilt is going to have to figure out how to get himself into the game. Mm-hmm. He can't just settle for three point shots. Yep. That's that's the shot the Warriors will live with if he makes it great yeah so he's got to figure out how to include himself like draymond did in the game and then that way he can be impactful because what's his greatest impact defense he is going to play on the defensive end you're absolutely right mo Mm -hmm. well it's going to be interesting going into the next one um tonight's games the celtics head to philly for game who you got? Oh, who you to, got? Philly. Yeah, they had to Philly for Game Six. Yeah, yeah. Who who you got in Game Six, man? Well, the you got? the Sixers. The Sixers in in Game Six. <laughs> well, say it with a straight face. <laughs> say it with a straight face. Man. I got the Sixers. Well, say it. Well, well, okay. All right. I, I, I got the Sixers. I got the Sixers. I, I, I okay. Can... I, I'm gonna follow your lead. I'm gonna follow your lead. <laughs> I will. I'll, I'll guarantee you a Sixers win tonight. Okay, I follow you. I'll I will guarantee it. Okay. I will guarantee it. I will guarantee I'll follow it. Follow your lead. I don't believe it, but I'll follow your lead. Why do you That's not? Be- you why say- do you not believe it? Well, well, I, I, you, you, I told you what I think about the Celtics. I think the Celtics are the the. I think they are the best team remaining in the playoffs. Then why are they facing elimination? Well, this is the playoffs. They're playing against the MVP of the of the, in the, in, of the NBA right now. Well. This is the NBA. This isn't like the rec league. This is the NBA. Yeah. And they and they can't figure out how to stop a Harden NBA pick and roll. Okay. Okay. Well, the hardest game to play is the elimination game. That's the hardest game. So I think this I think the Celtics will do Celtic things. They'll make it harder themselves. And they'll get back to what's the name of your center out there? What's the name of your the TD place? Garden? Yeah, the TD Garden, and then they'll advance. That's what I think. I mean, I mean, what choice do they have? I mean, well, they don't have a choice. I but mean, I'll follow your lead, though. I'll follow your lead. The Sixers and Six. The Sixers will win tonight. 
let's just have that. The Denver Nuggets also have the chance to close out the series. Well, tonight, on well, the road. Well, they win tonight, the series is over. What do you mean? If the Sixers win tonight, the series is over. Yeah. That's why I said an elimination game. <laughs> I, I, I I thought you were having a I thought you were having like a Shaq moment or no, something. No, 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 no. I said the Devon Nuggets have also got a chance to close out their series because they're up three two heading into Phoenix. Who do you think has got that one? I, I think Denver. I think Denver. You think? Yeah, I, I do. I do. Mm-hmm. I think I think Denver, I think Denver respects Phoenix. I think after the first two, you know, there was, you know, oh, well, we'll probably win in a sweep or a gentleman's sweep. But I think there's a respect factor there now. Yeah. I think they'll play. I think they'll be ready to, to uh, play. I think the, um, I think they'll win, and I think they'll win big. Oh, wow. Tonight. Oh, wow. I do. I do. I, the I, I think they're, they're playing. They're, carrying a good, they're, they're playing a good brand of basketball, the Denver Nuggets. I got the Suns purely for the fluctuation in role players, home and the road for both teams. I think the Suns role players will hit their shots and I think the Nuggets role players will struggle. Um, I know the Joker's going to do what he does, but outside of that, I can't guarantee anything. Um, let's talk about this quickly before we go. All NBA teams are out. Um, yes. Yes. Congratulations to yes. all the players who made the all NBA teams. Uh, we had Jalen Brown, speaking of the Celtics, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum both made all NBA teams, which means they're both eligible for supermaxes, which means um, the likelihood of Jalen Brown wanting to leave is now lower because he wants to sign a supermax contract. Why would you walk away from that? Uh, first team all NBA, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Luka Doncic, Joel Embiid, Shagir Alexander, and Jason Tatum. Second team all NBA, we've got Jalen Brown, Jimmy Butler, Stephen Curry, Nikola Jokic, and Donovan Mitchell. And third team all NBA, De'Aaron Fox, LeBron James, Damian Lillard, Julius Randle, and DeMontis Sabonis. BJ, any names that you see missing from those teams that you would have liked to have seen included? Um, well, you, you know, Mo, because of this is new to me, you know, like I don't know how many of these guys I I I try to stay away from that because you know, you I just want to celebrate these guys. Like I, I'm not here to like, oh, this guy. Like I just want to celebrate the game. Talk okay. about in a way, but here's the thing: like, how many games did some of these guys play? LeBron I, played I, I 55 probably, games. I made All NBA. That's what I'm saying. Like half of these guys probably, if this was next year, they probably not even eligible, mm-hmm. right? Because they had to play like 65, 65 games or something yeah. to be eligible. So, like, you know, it's 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 like skewed to me now. It's like, okay, some of the guys played 50 something games and made a list. Well, how? Yeah. So some of these guys, Mo. Made all NBA, and I'm not saying it's it's required, but darn, shouldn't you at least be like in the play play in? Yeah, <laughs> okay, that's what I was going to say. The playoffs, like, yeah, should you at least? Should like, you at least? I understand Damian Lillard, obviously being on a very bad team and being very good. I get it, but at the same time, we got to reward winning. You know what I mean? More, I'm not saying. I'm not saying but he doesn't count, deserve it, but I would, I would, saying, I would like to have seen something. it go to a player who's didn't get shut down with like a month to go in the rest of the regular season. I mean, think about this. Mo, we got, we got, we got two players on the first team All NBA didn't even make the playoffs. Yeah, that's I mean, crazy. Mo, that's just that, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, uh, at least OKC made the play in. 
I like yeah. Shea Alexander being on the first team. I've got no problem with that. I don't think Luka Doncic should be first team, though. You didn't make the playoffs. You, no, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I like. Listen, I mean, all these guys are great. Don't get me wrong. I, I'm not talking about the talent. I'm just saying the respect to the game. Yes. It's just it's not about like these guys. All of these guys are talented, deserving, and you can make your argument, make your case. There's some guys, you know, you know, Devin Booker didn't make it. Andy Davis, I mean, John Moran, yeah, I mean, Laurie Markkinen, yeah, who was the most yeah. improved player in the NBA. He was an All Star. So I'm saying, like, you could make your, you can make, you can make a case. You know what I mean? Um, if you said, here's an interesting thing that I, I, I thought about doing today. I was like, okay, if you said who's the best player right now in the playoffs, right now, right? Mm-hmm. Jimmy Butler is probably the best player in the playing right now in the NBA. Uh, I would make a case for Nikola Jokic. Okay, I could see that. I could, you could say that. You could say that too. But I, Jokic, I think it's pretty but, neck okay. and neck. But Jimmy Butler's too. Jimmy Butler's one or two, or he's one yeah. A and one B. They, they're they're right there. Okay. Um. You know, I, and I, you know, I was just thinking, you know, like this, this, this. I don't, I don't know. We, we, we got to get somehow. But we got to get back to like winning matters. Like, mm-hmm. Bo, winning matters. Okay. I, I get it. Guys are averaging points and, and you could make cases. Guys had 30 point games and all that stuff. Okay. I, I'm not arguing any of that. But, Bo, it's a team game. Mm-hmm. It's not an individual sport. And we are evaluated whether we want to admit it or not by. Who wins or who loses the game? That's yes. That's that's what it is, right? It's got to count for something. You know, it just it, it it's when I look at it now, I go, okay, everything is like it's a little different. But here's the thing that really stood out to me on all these guys. Congratulations to everyone who made it. But four out of the top five guys on the first team were all foreign-born players. Yeah, and only Jason Tatum holding it down for the Americans. Yeah, and I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, and 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 Mo, you can see what's going on. I mean, now the MVP, now the 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 last five MVPs have been foreign born players. Mm-hmm. So Mo, Victor Wimbenyama is coming. Yeah, Luca is Luca is on the verge if he can figure it out to win the MVP, right? Yep. So it's just. It's interesting to see Mo, Lori Marketing, and all of these players, Sabonis, Shea Alexander, you know, all of these guys, Mo, you can see the impact. It's truly a global game now. Facts. And you can see now Giannis, Jokic, Embiid, and there will be more. I mean, Mo, there, I think there was like six, six or seven players this year, okay, on all the NBA teams, right? 15 mm-hmm. total. Bo, it's <laughs> half of it is almost foreign born players. It, 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 Mo, this is what it is. So, yeah. and, and I've been saying this forever the best young talent in the NBA are foreign born players, and it's no accident. Mm-hmm. And Victor, 
Well, less than a week till we find out where Victor's going to be playing. NBA draft lottery yeah, next about, Tuesday. How about that? How about that? Yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. How about that? So, you know, this is great. I mean, I, I'm excited, but I, I that's what stood out to me. Four out of the top five in the first team were four born and foreign born players. And I was like, okay. Hey, hey, hey. Okay. Yep. I'd love to see it. I'd love to see it. Um, but that's all from today's episode of the Hoop Genius Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with more. Um, we'll see if the Celtics get eliminated. And uh, I'm sure that'll be a very fun episode. I appreciate every one of you who uh, dropped a message today after my bad day yesterday. Appreciate the love. It really means a lot. Thank you uh, for your kindness, your support. Yeah, your I was a little concerned about you last night. But I, I really hey, we, was. We, I, we, I, you know what? Hey, hey listen, man. A I wise took it, man. I even, took it, I even took it light on you. because you know, A, a, a wise man told me, Mo, I don't want to hear your problems. You just got to find a way. So here we are. We'll yeah, figure it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll keep it moving. We'll be back tomorrow with more. Make sure you subscribe to the show. Appreciate each and every one of you. Most importantly, get buckets.